I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is More The Players, the pop culture's PlayStation podcast extra. And we continue our week-by-week breakdown of the la- of HBO's The Last of Us. Uh, this week, it's episode five. Endure and survive. And look, this is, if you didn't think that you'd cried enough, fifth time's the charm. Fifth time's the charm. Yeah, so this episode covers um, <clears throat> it, it pretty much as as all these episodes have been. It's it's following on right from the the back end of episode four. So we find ourselves with uh, Joel, Ali, Sam, and Henry in uh, a Mexican standoff, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a, a tentative agreement of we will not shoot you if we can all just chill, be friends, and I'm going to show you how to escape, because that's what you're doing here. You're in the big building. You want to get up to- up high. I will show you the safest route out. I've been here for the longest time. Let's do it. Let's plan but our take, escape. You help take me. me with you, yeah. You help me, I'll help you. So this is the episode. So this is their big escape from Kansas City whilst everyone's still being hunted down by uh, the the new leader of the uh, revolution. Kathleen, uh, her her brother, and we find that we find out throughout the episode that her brother was the was the previous leader, uh, but he was killed or abducted or something happened. He's not around anymore. He's not around anymore because of something that Henry did, which is why she's been so focused on finding Henry and Sam. So we get a little bit of that backstory. We get we get a little bit more of the the Joel and Ellie bonding in a group situation with with uh, Henry and Sam uh, we get those um the nice side by side comparisons of how Henry and Sam as a as a group and, and the dynamic between them and how Joel and Ellie work you get to see them being like the two father figure roles and how they uh nurture or protect and engage with uh their their the younger uh counterpart which mm-hmm. is really cool and then obviously staying very true to the game uh it's back ended with some absolute horrific misery and yeah, just absolute heartbreak <laughs> yeah oh brutal yeah. brutal what do you think it continues being burnt is the, is the short answer now like episode four was the first one that we've had episode we've had so far that ended on a cliffhanger which is exciting mm-hmm. it ended with you know look look guns pointed at joel as he as he woke up uh demonstrating that yeah he's uh you know as we get hint at the end of the episode like his hearings all shot so people just climbed all over that glass apparently didn't move he's sleeping uh I really like what they did here with Henry and Sam. And this is seems to be what they're doing like across the board with the series so far is expanding on characters in a way just to build the world outside of Joel and Ellie. And, you know, as someone who I would always argue that the better stories in the Star Wars universe are ones that don't involve the Skywalkers. I love the idea of expanding on a, a on a universe or, or like a, on a on an idea that isn't, you know, the the those key individuals. Um Getting to watch, as you highlighted, the sort of the interactions between, you know, a different father figure. Obviously, Sam is Henry's brother, um, but they got to have those moments when there's just two dads sitting watching their kids play and just going, "Yeah, I guess we're here because we have a shared children." 
But watching Ali get to engage and be a kid for a moment too was very powerful as it was in the game. Um, having uh, Sam be deaf was really cool decision where he wasn't in the game from memory. I don't, I don't, I honestly don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he was, but what I, one of the things I talked about in previous episodes was that I really love how the show uses silence. It's not afraid to not have any sound or, you know, we, I think I talked about this one of the previous weeks where, um, TV these days, movies these days, like no one shuts the fuck up. We're here by having a character that is that is nonverbal because they are hearing impaired. Like you have to pay attention to the show. Like you can't like be on your phone at the same time because you need to read the subtitles. You need to see what's happening. It 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 demands your full focus, and I think that was sort of a very cool decision. Um, and then we get to see a little bit more about you know them hiding in this roof somewhere and sort of what that life would leave and. And they expand, like, this isn't something that's highlighted in the game. I don't think it's sort of really mentioned. Is the idea that Henry is uh, a turncoat, essentially, and that he dogged all his neighbors into Fedra. Um, yeah. It seems to be a common thing. So th- those that, in order to try to survive in those, in those dark times, would, you know, do what they had to do. And, uh, you know, he's a rat. Yeah, he's, he's like, you know... Sam needed medicine. The cost of the medicine was high, and I paid that price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll bet. We'll bet yourself, and we'll get into the the back end of it shortly because it was back. In no, place. no. So yeah, much like you said, it, it's it's really cool having those those supporting characters of the game more fleshed out. Uh, seeing them interact with each other is it was was brilliant, um, and then obviously. Uh, him having the knowledge that Joel needed to get through, because you know he he asked the very simple question. Because uh, they they're standing at the top of the tower in the middle of the day, they're like, "What is wrong with this city? Like, what have you noticed that's wrong with this?" And Ali's like, "There's no infected." Mm. And he's like, "Oh no, there's infected." Oh yeah, they're just they're just not up here. They're down below. And then obviously that's when they get into the whole. We need to go below to escape. Like this is this is the plan. Yeah, they sort of build the idea that they've kind of shoveled them into like this little space. And what yeah. we see previously, um, there was an earlier episode. I think it might have been episode four with the beginnings in that basement. Like the the the, the rock, the the asphalt, the the cement is starting to give out as what presumably is a bunch of infected people trying to dig their way out. Yeah, you know. So we sort of see that like it feels secure, but it ain't. But uh, yeah, no, it's very, it's very good, sort of cool. One thing, and also sort of reiterates the point that we were discussing last week was, even though the infected are scary, the real, the real monsters are humans. Until the yeah. final, until the final moments, and the the real monsters are the fucking monsters. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was, this was really cool. Like it, it really allowed sort of those character moments to sort of hang and you know, do what this show does, which is show people. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, by having those moments of hang and you sort of get to see the the growth and the journey that Sam and Henry go on makes what happens later even more powerful again. 
So after they escape, they get through those tunnels and they head into the outskirts. And we get an almost one-for-one... Like, now, granted, the whole underground area, beautifully one-to-one as well. Like, that little daycare sort of area in what was almost like a fallout shelter is mm. exactly how I remember it in the game. Yeah. So much so that I did the whole... <gasps> I like to. I like the little bit once they're once they're through, <clears throat> once they get through the underground and they're back into like the sub like sub suburbs area. Mm. Uh, Ali's like, "Where are you guys going afterwards?" Henry's like, "I, I don't know." And then straight away, because she doesn't think about things like the way Joel does. Yeah, she's like, oh, we're going to Wyoming. We got to Wyoming, and Joel gets shitty. She's like, "Fuck off, Wyoming's huge. Like it can yeah, fit two fine. more people." I did like like there's a little bit of, like we're starting to see these little like. You know, we see Ali sort of focus on like hurting people and like the the enjoying enjoying of the sorry enjoyment mm. of the violence. <clears throat> and what we see here is a truly human moment, where it's mm. like, no, no, these people like these people can come with us, man. Like, and then she's like, don't don't worry, um, he'll he'll change his mind. He, she's like, all it will take is me asking a million times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously you get that resolution at the back end of the episode where he's like, hey. We're going to Wyoming. We're probably going to be fucking walking. But if you want to come, let's let's do this. Yeah. So, but yeah, let's let's talk about the. Let's now, talk about this, the- this, now, this is the thing. So, I have watched this episode, and I've watched the next two, and then our access got taken away. So, I've watched eight and nine yet. You're going to need to keep me in check. Because mm-hmm. I know what comes next, and I cannot remember whether it happens in this episode. So I'm okay. gonna have to I'm gonna have to respond solely well, from you. Okay, I was gonna say, do you want me to, to yes, go please. over the big seven? Guide me, okay. and then yeah. Okay, so they're in the suburbs. It's they've they've waited in the underground daycare to to kill some time because they they got there during the day. They're like it's gonna be safer at night. They come out. They're in the, the suburbs, and then there's a gunshot. Yeah. So they all duck duck into cover because they they're in the suburbs. So there's cars parked everywhere on the street, and Joel's looking around trying to find trying to find the gunman and then he sees the the um the muzzle flare from the sniper that's up in the up in the, the tower in the house um so i'm pretty sure this plays out exactly the same in the yes. game yeah and joel's like if you f- trust me you guys fucking stay here i'm gonna sneak around the back i'm gonna stop him and then we'll be we'll be cool that happens joel joel pleads with the guys like please don't make me do this like he's like just just slide the gun over don't make that me guy do this. sucks as a shot by the way yeah, I mean, he's like 90, had no glasses. Yeah. Like, he's some old dude. He was obviously placed there because they never thought anyone was going to get to that area. Yeah. Um, and then it's discovered that he has a he has a walkie-talkie. They, they're coming. They know they're coming. Joel takes up the sniper's position, and he's just he's yelling, run, run. Everyone starts running as the cars pull up behind them. They're trying to catch them. Joel's sitting there taking pot shots at the driver, and that's when shit hits the fan. Yeah, and uh, uh, blows apart one dude's head, which then turns that big uh, snowplowing-looking machine into a vehicle. It proceeds to Titanic its way into the ground, and then chaos ensues. Yeah, so it crashes into someone's house, and then it sinks into the ground, and then it's just, it's fucking clicker city all of a sudden. Oh, man, what a moment. And like then, and once again, know, like I know some of the commentary around 
there's like episode three and four there's like there's no fucking clickers man it's a zombie show where's the zombies here you go and this is the they're, thing they're all here. <laughs> by taking them away for the last two episodes once again we talked about episode three by having them show that lovely story everything that comes after that seems way more morose same here you take away the infected you take away the zombies the second you get them back suddenly the stakes mean more it's very well written so as soon as they come out you can see in joel's face that that he's like what am i supposed to do he's like there's three people down there but I only really care about one. Like, yeah. there's just there's just one that I'm looking out for. So, as Ali try, as Ali is trying to get to Henry and Sam, Joel's just popping everyone off that's coming remotely close to Ali. Mm. Ali's just free running through, brilliantly done. Um, and then she's she's attacked by what appears to be a a, a like a child clicker. Oh my god, that chick clock, was so fucking she, horrifying. So she, so she jumps into the back of a car. It follows her in. She finds Sam and Henry, and they do all manage to escape. They get stopped by Kathleen at the end, and she's like, "Hey, you know, this is what happens. Choices have consequences. You fucking kill my brother." I'm a- but kill you was was was, he, was your brother's life worth worth more than mine did her whole bad guy speech and then got got dude how fucking awesome was the bloater yeah so the bloater is so different to what i remember in the game yeah it's so more it was, of a brute in this than it was yeah, a bloater. So, yeah oh so there was no big bloater Puh. explosion well, there's no it. spores because there's no spores. Yeah. So what he did instead was rip a fucking dude's head off. But just like duh. ripped it off. Oh, it was so good. So good. Mm. I was not expecting that to happen. No. He's like just choking the guy out, and then all of a sudden the head's gone. I'm like, okay then. Yeah. Which once again that, like that, demonstrates that, es- that escalated so quickly. Well, once yeah. So like previously the established with the with the um with the clickers or the infected is to just create more infected. So the idea of killing someone per se, like obliterating their head off would be unideal because you're, you can't infect someone who's got their head removed. So it kind of sets up that like, Oh no, some of these variants just want to fucking murder things. So, like, you know, they're clearly, like, the warrior bees, you know what I mean? The soldier bees that, like, protect all the ones go get the pollen. So, it's kind of a cool idea. Especially when you when we compare it to, like, the whole, um, the uh, insect fungal thing, which is kind of an analogy. So, it's a, it's a good simile, I should say. Sort of the idea of, like, you've mm. got your worker bees, you've got your soldier bees. There's a, I'm sure we'll see a queen bee at some point. I don't think it's really a queen bee. Not from memory, anyway. And then, obviously, at the back end, we have that that powerful moment between uh, Henry and Joel, who will, who you know, Joel comes to the agreement. He's like, you know, come to Wyoming with us. He can see that Ali is benefiting from having another kid around mm. her age to interact with, to to play with, to because um, you see her and Sam reading comic books together. Like they they, they find comics that they've been collecting. And um, that's when you find that's when you find out that Sam's like he asks the question, you know, if someone turns into a monster, are they are they still in there somewhere? And then he lifts his leg to, sh- to show the bite, 
She's like, don't worry, man. My my blood heals you. She shows him her cut. She cuts her hand and just straight on the leg. And he's like, can you can you stay awake with me tonight? She's like, of course. And then, you know, the thing that happens happens. I won't spoil it for those who... Well, this is always a spoiler discussion. So I, totally I guess this is, this is a spoiler discussion. So, you know, she, she Ellie falls asleep during the night. She wakes up to, to Sam sitting opposite her in the bed, facing away from her. She goes to see if he's okay, and then he attacks because he's changed. And like like it is in the game, shot for shot, they come flying through they come flying through that door. Joel and Joel and Henry are standing there, Henry's holding a gun and then without even thinking shoots. shoots oh, there's Sam. a little bit of hesitation. There's a there, yeah, there's, there's a little little bit of hesitation, shoots Sam looks at Joel and then just in the exact same way as it was in the game, just, just turns to himself and in the, in his moment of grief, just pops himself as well. And then that, that's, that's you. I think you see them. Do we see them bury them this episode? Was that, if you that, remember it, then yes, because you I haven't think, seen, so. you haven't seen the I next so. one. Yeah. I think, I think that, that, that's the back end of the episode is yeah. them, dealing with that yeah i couldn't remember whether that was and the then, beginning of the next episode or not so i don't think it is because i now now that you've mentioned i know what the, i know what the beginning of the next episode uh, is yeah i i think i think it back ended it with that yeah well seeing you haven't seen the next one so if you remember that then yes yeah and it I, ends I, with I the grave and then putting the um the the board like the ex- etch sketch that sam uses to communicate yeah i think which I think just so. it just reads i'm sorry for ali yeah. on it and places yep, it on his grave. Yeah, no, that's 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 it. It fucking broke me all over again. Like it's it's bad yeah. enough that you know we had to sort of experience the stuff with Sam and Henry, um, but then I, I, I seeing Ali's response kind of what brought it down mm. because like you know up until this moment you can see that she's really not connected with anyone other than Joel she didn't really connect with with Tess um Marlene was kind of there but she was held captive like this is the first time she got to aside from Joel open up to someone and she with that she has been led to believe that she could save someone that's what she's there to do Mm. and she failed to do it so in in a almost parallel to joel she is now also dealing with the grief of i could have saved them i should have been able to save them but i didn't yeah i'm sorry because like she essentially she essentially promised him that she would keep him that she would save him um that was brutal that was fucked but um yeah what, what about you what's your thoughts on that on that back end no pretty much pretty much married what you you thought it was it was horrific to mm. watch and yeah it's just it, after seeing ali be so callous to a degree for mm. the first few episodes it's nice it's nice to have her have that human moment yeah but then it also is that it demonstrates the the anguish of the world in that mm. like you know you open up and then it's taken away yeah um you know because so she had that 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 feeling of relative safety in that she could 
drop those barriers, right? But no, wasn't wasn't able to be. It is fascinating, and I think it's a power to the show, is that we do have characters that we sort of meet for one episode, and then they go away. And even like myself, who has had, you know, like, like yourself, we, we have a strong emotional connection to the game. So we know these characters, we know their fate, but doesn't take away the power. We're enjoying it with, with my partner. Like she, she hadn't experienced it before and she was a mess. Understandably so. It was fucking heart wrenching. But like she was an exact example of why is why does it have to be this way? Why is every episode just gut wrenching? Yeah, like because I'm sorry. That's what this world is. I mean that whole the whole game is to a degree. Yeah, is she playing it yet? Well, now that she has your PS4, I think. Or well, she's That's she, hers now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, well, right now she's playing Crash Bandicoot. Uh, yeah. so she's getting the naughty dog treatment. But she's never, having never played games before, really, she needs to learn like how to use one stick before she get, graduates to two sticks. And then all the, you know, larger game mechanics that we sort of take for granted, like I kind of almost have to teach you how to play. It's very, it's very, yeah. very interesting. But uh, no, but it is on her list and she'll be playing the, the PS4 remaster, which is cool. But yeah, this is what I'm finding so far and i guess having watched a couple episodes ahead we're work we're working in three episode arcs like there's there's three acts to the series one two three four five six seven eight nine so we're right in the middle of the second arc because like knowing what comes ahead and like it's Mm -hmm. just kind of it's it's in that little middle period so Although there's not a lot, there's a lot, there's an emotional moment, there's emotional moments in here. It is very much about progressing to that next thing. You know, as I said, it's about them getting out of Kansas City, you know, getting out of what the, the setup of act one, act two, sorry, episode two, you know, in this three, three episode structure, you know, bop, bop, bop. And now we're heading into that, re- what what is presumably the resolution of leading into the, 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 the next three of the, the trilogy which makes sense why it was nine episodes i did wonder why it was nine like why not 10 or like i think 13 is a very common number but yeah once i sort of started to realize how they're how they're delivering it i'm like ah no i get it and like yeah this does feel like a very middle episode so like we're sitting here we've recapped about the oh this was good that was good but like it doesn't seem to be as point poignant as say episode three was, or episode one was, episode four was. Episode four was like, we've 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 established. Episode four is this is this is the new part of the world. This is continuing that, and six will then close that off, and then we head into the last part. Like, I'm not, I'm I'm not, I'm just talking about standard fucking story structure, but it's really impressive, sort of like how they're condensing so much of this game into small smaller moments but it still feels big and like it takes time and there's a lot of emotional connection to everyone you know like even like kathleen two episodes yeah barely you know what i mean so like her it it does flesh the world out like as in it does demonstrate that there are resistances that aren't 
fireflies. Yeah. Like that sets up that these, you know, these individuals fought off Fedra out of out of Kansas City, which is no impressive which is not an unimpressive feat. But they don't they didn't have to be connected to the fireflies. Because knowing in episode in in part two in the games, we start to see that there are establishments or factions of resistance that ex that are not fireflies, that are not Fedra. You know, there's a couple of different things that we take into consider you know that exists within the greater world. Yeah. So knowing that this is leading to season two, which is part two, I really like a lot of the little drip feeds here. We, you know, we, as you said, we're seeing the violence, the, 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 you know, the violence that lives within Ellie, but also the humanity that she possesses. We see Joel and the beginning, we, the understanding of the horrible shit that he has done and, but the choices that he's making now and the path that he is, that he is wanting to walk um, but also seeing sort of hints of, of the greater world that, that didn't exist in part one because they hadn't planned part two at that point. And what's your overall thoughts of where we're at now? And or am I just talking out of my asshole? Uh, no, you see, I mean, it's, it's definitely heading in that direction now knowing that um, it got picked up for a season two so quickly. Uh, I think it'll be beneficial uh, like we've said over the past couple of weeks, it's interesting that they've they've set Ali up so there's less of a dynamic shift between mm-hmm. her personality between part one and part two. Because at um, just from a game only perspective, it could be found to be quite jarring. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Whereas now they seem to be slowly easing you into that point, so it it makes sense. <laughs> because uh, it was always there to begin with, mm. um, which is really cool. Um, and I guess that's just the, the benefit of having foresight here. So they know where they're going to end up, so they, they can set it up properly to begin with. Yeah. So, yeah. Beautiful. Well, there you go. That's our thoughts and impressions on episode five of HBO's The Last of Us. Let us know what your thoughts are in the comments below. Did it make you cry? If you say it didn't, you liar. <laughs> yeah big liar but anyways yeah this this was yeah more of the players but if you want to engage in our, our regular show if you happen to stumble across this one we do have a weekly podcast called for the players the pop culture playstation podcast where we deep dive and focus on the world of playstation we look at the games industry through um through that that prism with our 10 plus years of, of uh, games media experience uh it's been it's it's a bit more potential in your week rather than just talking the last of us but uh but yeah next episode is pretty good Mac. max just saying just just saying so yeah we'll, i'm keen yeah we'll see, so we'll see you back next week uh we'll talk about episode six but but until then i'm ryan betson i'm max cooper and uh endure and survive